Good morning, everybody. Brachas Taf Lamid Dalit. Quick Chazar, we saw on the Lamid Gimel. The Gemara on the top of Lamid Gimel discussed that a person only stops Moshmanesrei if it is a Sakana, if it's a scorpion, but if a person has a snake around him, then he doesn't stop Moshmanesrei. The Mishnah then spoke about the Havdalah. When a person has Havdalah, Matashabas, Machlekes, you say it in Atachainen, Maidim, or do you make a new Bracha? The Gemara on the bottom went through that we say Havdalah, Kais, and we say Havdalah in Tfila. And the Gemara on the Amid Bays, we saw the special Bracha there in to say when. Yamta falls out on Shabbos for Tadienu. And then finally, we saw the Mishnah three things that a person is not supposed to say in his tefillah. The last daf in the fifth parak, we're going to see the Mishnah about a person who makes a mistake. Shilatir makes a mistake. And what happens? What do we do when we replace it? Where do we start from? Then the Gemara is going to discuss on the bottom that a person sometimes is allowed to be Marach in his tefillah, sometimes should not be Marach in his tefillah. And the Gemara on the Yamad Beis, we're going to see. A few more interesting uh, Gatati Gemaras. Says the Helga Gemara on the bottom of Lam Gilma Bays, where eight lines are from the bottom. Amr Bhanina. Says the Gemara Amr Bhanina, Kobide Shemaim Khitzmir Shemaim. Everything is in the hands of Shemaim except for your Shemaim, which we'll see in one second what that means. Shemaim says in the Pasik, Vati, Salma Shemakah Shemim Rahim Lier. Akalish Brahma only wants your your Shemaim. Says the Gemara to your Shemaim, Mills, which I see is such a small thing. You're saying that's the only thing Hashem wants. Pamar Bhanina, Mishum Shimon Hai, and the Kalish Brahma is Ganazi, El Aitra Shemaim. Kalish Brahma has a storage house full of your Shemaim. Shemaim says in the Pasik, here's Hashem, he eats, right? In the Gavi Maisha, me was a trusty. The Gavi Maisha, your shaman wasn't such, it was a small thing. It's a comparable to a person who you ask him for a big cleave. If he has it, then it's not a big deal. It's as if it's a small cleave to him. Again, if, you, if somebody asks you to borrow something, even if it's a big thing, if you have it, it's not such a big deal. But if somebody asks you to borrow something, even a small thing, and you don't have it, then appears to you as if it's a really big thing. So your shaman is one of the things that if you have it, it's not such a big deal. But in order to acquire it, and if you don't have it, then it is a very big deal. Now, what exactly does it mean that a Kobide Shemaim chutz miyer Shemaim? So there are many different pshatim in this Gemara. Let's see the Rambam in Shemayna Prakim, the Rambam in the 8th parak goes through what exactly this line means. Says the Rambam, it does not mean, you could read the Gemara Kishutang and say that, means that everything that a person does is really, he's forced to do it. Meaning there's a line, there's a theory in philosophy called determinism that a person doesn't have free will, that everything is already born, he's, either a person is born that way or Hashem makes him do everything. Says the Rambam, we don't believe that. We believe that a person has Bechir and a person has free will to do whatever he wants. Says the Rambam, a person could have a predilection to do certain things, meaning a person could have one person's nature could be he can get angrier quicker and one person's nature could be that he gets upset at people and one person's nature could be that he's more happy but it doesn't mean that he doesn't have the bechira he has the free will to do what he can what he wants with his nature that's what the Ram learns and Yerushimai means says the Rambam bechira that a person has a free will to decide what he's going to do if you look at the riff in my cotton the Mugeser brings down there's an interesting Gemara in my cotton the Gemara says that if a person can't control himself and he thinks he's going to have to do an Avera and he can't control himself the Gemara says he should go to a faraway place and he should wear Yoba Shcherem he should do the Avera says the Nukiesa, the reason why the Rif on the test says the Nukiesa, the reason why the Rif doesn't bring down this halacha is because of our Gemara. Since our Gemara says that that person has Bechira, we don't pass like that other Gemara which says that there's a case where a person loses the Bechira. Again, this is a very fundamental Gemara in relationship to Bechira. But again, the topic of Bechira is a much longer discussion. So we'll have to get to it as we see some more Gemaras. It says the Helege Gemara Viter. A person who says Shema Shema, he says Shema twice, it's as if he says Maidim Maidim, and we stop him, and we don't allow him to say it. Because again, it looks like he is davening to, to, uh, to God. It says the Brisa that a person who says Kriya Shema, and he says Shema twice, 
it's inappropriate. Says Gemara Maguna, who davi? It sounds like it's only inappropriate, but it doesn't sound like we acquired him. And Gemara like Kasha Hadamar Milsa Milsa Vatanila Vadamar Psuka Psuka Vatanila says the Gemara this that we said that a person says Shema Shema twice we acquired him. That's if he says the entire pasuk. When he says the pasuk of Shema and then he says it again, it sounds like he's saying Shema two two different Hakadosh Baruch However, if he just says word by word, he says Shema Shema and then Hashem Hashem twice, it doesn't sound like he's davening two Hakadosh Baruch That's how Rashi explains the Gemara. Other Rishonim explain the Gemara the other way around. It says the Gemara Vayter. Maybe the reason why the person is saying Shema twice is because he wasn't Muhammad the first time. So he's not saying it a second time because he was diving to another Hashem. He's saying it again because he wants to have Kavanah. Does a person dive into this like a Chavrusa as if he's talking to a friend where sometimes he's not Muhammad? He liked you and died to make cover. A person doesn't have proper Quran the first time. We hit him with a hammer until he's Machavin. So it can't be that a person is going to say Shema twice because he didn't have Kavana. A person is required to have Kavana in Krishna. Says the Helege Mishnah. We replace him, we put up another Shelchibar. Says the Mishnah. And a person who is asked to be a Shelchibar then shouldn't refuse. Like we'll see in the Gemara, normally a person should refuse to be a Shelchibar. But in this situation, you shouldn't refuse because everybody's waiting. Says the Mishnah, where do you start from? Where, where does the new Shach Sibor start from? Says the Gemara, Mitchil Sabracha Shatoza. From the beginning of the Bracha, this person made a mistake. Says the Mishnah, I will find a table, Ayana, Amen, Achra, Kahanam, Pneatarf. A person who is diving the Shach Sibor shouldn't answer Amen when the Kahanam say, Berchus Kahanam. Because he's going to make a mistake, he's going to get mixed up, and he's not going to be sure where he's up to in Berchus Kahanam. From Ancient Kain, Allahu, there's no other Kain except for him. Says the Gemara, like Isa's kapav. Then the Shachtiwer doesn't. He doesn't duchen. But if he's confident, if the Shachtiwer is confident, they'll be able to duchen and go back to the bracha and not make a mistake. Then he's allowed to duchen. Says the Gemara, Tanar Abanu. I will find out Teva Tzarech Nasair. A person who's asked to be a Shachtiwer has to refuse the first time. And if he doesn't refuse, then he's comparable to a Tavshale food that doesn't have salt. But if he refuses too much, it's comparable to a food which has too much salt. And the Rishonim explained, the Rishonim says that because it looks like you're, a, if you're refusing so much, it looks like you're a Balgaiva. Says the Gemara, so what should you do? Pam Rishonim, Yisar. The first time you should refuse to be a Shelchibur. Shnia Mahavim. The second time, if you're asked, you should slowly start getting up. Shlishas Pashat Azraglav Yer. The third time, when you're asked to be a Shelchibur, then you go right away and you dive in. Tanabon says the Gemara, Shlisha Ruben Kashin, Mutin Yafa. There are three things which doing too much of it is bad, but doing a little bit of it is good. Beilohain, these are the Sa'ar, Umalach, Vesarbonis. In a dough, you have to put the right amount. Malach, salt, also, you have to put a little bit. But Zervanus and refusing for tefillah. Says in Gravite, Armavuna. If a person made a mistake, a shelter made a mistake, and the first three goes back to the beginning. If he made a mistake in the middle brachas, the shelter made a mistake in the middle brachas, then when we replace him, we go back to Atachainit. If he made a mistake in the last brachas, he goes back to Abayda to Ritzay. The middle brachas don't have an order, and therefore, if the first Shalatibur made a mistake and skipped the bracha, then the new Shalatibur could just say that bracha wherever he's up to, and then continue going back to her. He doesn't have to go back to the beginning of Atachayin. Ask the Gemara, The Mishnah says that where does Shalatibur, who's replacing the first Shalatibur, go back from? He starts from the bracha that the person was in the middle of. So it's a Tiyofta Dervuna, it's a Tiyofta Dervuna, it says to go back to Atachayin. 
meaning the middle bracha of are one long bracha, and therefore when the Mishnah says that you go back to the bracha with the shilach was in the middle of, it means you go back to atachayin. Says the Gemara by the time where a person is supposed to do vakasha shvachim, supposed to ask the kaddish bracha, what he needs is in the middle of shmonasrei. The the first three brachas are shvach vakadish bracha, the middle brachas are a person who's asking for bread from, from his master, meaning vakasha shvachim. And the last brachas are thank kaddish bracha because he got what he asked for and he takes leave from his master. Says the Gemara turn around. There was a certain Talmud who got to be a Shalatibar and he davened for a long time. The Talmud said to him, Look, look how long this person is davening for such a long time. What's he doing? Is there any person who's davening longer than Meshabbin? It's such a big deal if this person davens a long time. There's another Talmud who davened in front of Lazar. He davened really quickly, he davened really short. Of so Tamidin said to Lazar, look how, da- look how short this person's davening. Does anybody daven less than Meshav Benu, shorter than Meshav Benu? You see, well, you see that Meshav Benu said five words. That was his tefillah. So this guy, this person is not such a big deal. Even Meshav Benu davened very short. And the Mirror points out over here that even though Rabbi Lazar is using Lam Mitzchos in his Talmud, that sometimes a person davens long, so that person davens short, says the Meiri, Says Meiri that even though you're allowed to, but a person should always be knowing in a way that people don't ask and wonder why he's doing such a strange thing. A person should try to be more of Mabrius and act in a normal fashion. Says the Gemara Viter. A person who's davening for mercy for his friend, he does not have to mention his name. You see, Marsha Benu didn't mention the name of who he was davening for. And Marsha didn't mention the name of Miriam. Then the Miri points out of it that this is Allah Maisa. Says the Miri, that when a person davens b'chidus, he doesn't have to mention the name of the person he's davening for. He could be simple from the fact that Hashem knows what's in his heart. Rachmana liba bay, and a kaddish bracha wants what's in a person's heart. Says the Gemara Viter Tanarban. These are the brachas of the Rishon Shabbat But Avais tchilu v'saif by Avais the first bracha in the beginning of the end. By Dar tchilu v'saif by Maidim the beginning of the end of the bracha. Then Baal shvach v'saif kol bracha bracha. A person who wants to bow down in the end of every bracha with tchilus kol bracha bracha or the beginning of every bracha. Lamed and Isai shloyishka we teach him that he should not bow. And Mir explains because a person who bows down a lot he looks like he's trying to be a tzaddik and it's mechzik yura. It is inappropriate to make believe or to appear as if you are a tzaddik more than you are. Armi shemim pasi armi shemim levi. B'shem bar kapar hedjik moishamarnu. This gemara that says that a person not supposed to bow only the beginning of Shemonesri and by Maidim, that's what we're talking about. Like we said, however, a Kaingadal bows down at the end of every bracha. And the Melech bows in the beginning of every bracha and the end of every bracha. And you take a look at the top Rashi, the important Rashi, Tremendous Yisait says Rashi that the higher, more respectable a person is, the higher position of power that a person is, and a person could think, could become full of himself and think that he is a something special, I think that he's a Balgaiva, says the Gemara that a person has to be machni himself, the more respect that a person gets from people, the more he has to machni himself in front of a Kaddish Baruch Says the Gemara, to me, this thing that Rishul and Levi said was explained, a hedya, like we said, and a Kaddish has to do at the beginning of every Baruch and a Melech, once he bows down in the beginning of Shemar he does not pick his head up, so you see that, a Melech 
is not supposed to, once he bows down, he, he stands that way the entire Shema Nasra. Says the Gemara, now that we mentioned bowing down, the Gemara is going to go through different types of bowing down. Turn our button. Kida, when, when we say Kida, that type of bowing, it's referring to bowing on your face. Nemar, like it says in the Pasuk, he should she did a Kida on her face. Kriya, when we say the person is supposed to do Kriya, it's referring to bending down your knees. Nemar, like it says in the Pasuk, Mikriya, Birchav. When it says, that's referring to laying down your hands and your knees. Like it says in the Pasuk, Hava, Nava, Ani. Pasuk says, says the Gemara, I saw when Rav and Abayah would do a Shtachavai, when they would bow down, they would bow down on their side. They wouldn't go flat on their, flat, flat on their face. So Machak Yishayim, exactly why they didn't do regular Shtachavai, Sam Yishayim explained, because there was a stone floor, and Allah says, you're not allowed to do Shtachavai, you're not allowed to bow down directly onto the floor. And that's where they bent, they bow down on their side. Says the writer, Tani Chada, Karei Baida, Reiz Meshubach. One Bryce says that a person who bows during Maidim is praiseworthy. Tani Yidach, Reiz Meguna, it's a bad thing. Says the Gemara, like Kasha, Batchila, Habitsaif. This that we say that it's a good thing, that's the beginning of Maidim. This that we say that it's a bad thing, that is the end of Maidim. Says the Gemara, Rava Kara, Baida, Batchila, Habitsaif. Rava bowed down in the beginning of Maidim, end of Maidim. Amalei Rabbana, Amai Kavarachi, Avamarachi. Why did you do this? Amalei Lahu, Chazina Rabnachman, Dakar, Chazina Rabnachman, Dakar, Avarachi. Because I, I saw Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshi used to do this, so I followed what they did. We said that a person who bows in Maidim, it's a bad thing. Says Gemara, that's referring to Haida in Halal. And that you're not supposed to bow down. But the Bryce says a person who bows down in Haida and Haida of Halal, that's, that's not a good thing. So you see that Haida can't be referring to Haida of Halal. And says Gemara, that's referring to the Haida that we say in Berchasamazan. But again, a person who bows down by Maidim, that is a good thing. Says the Mishnah, Mispalo Vita Simon Rally, a person who is davening and makes a mistake in his tefillah, it is not a positive sign. But if he's a and if he's a Shel Tzibur, Simon Ra, it's a Lashlucha, it's a bad sign to the people who sent him to the Tzibur, because Shlucha Shalom Kamaisei. So again, Pashtas, a Shel Tzibur is not, this is not the regular classical din of Shlucha Shalom Kamaisei that I make a Shliach and he's, you know, he, could, he has a din of the person himself. Pashas, what it means is that the Shlach Tzibor is the messenger of the Tzibor, and therefore, if he makes a mistake in his davening, it's a sign that the Tzibor's feels are not accepted. However, if you look at the Ritva, the Ritva says that this is referring to the classical dim Shlach Hashanah Kamaisa, and he quotes the Gemara and Kedushan, which brings a source of Shlach Hashanah Kamaisa. So it's very interesting that it seems like the Ritva is learning that when the Tzibor appoints a Shlach Tzibor, when the Tzibor appoints a Chazan, it sounds like the Chazan is a real din of a Shlach of the Tzibor. Okay, interesting Ritva. We'll have to get to it more when we get to Kedushan in the dinam of Shlichas. They said about for a sick person. That used to say when you for a sick person, you'd say this person's going to live, this person's going to die. They said to me, "Not today." How do you know that this person's going to live? This person's going to die. If the tefillah comes easy to me and I don't make a mistake, then I know it's going to be answered. But if it, the tefillah doesn't come easy to me, meaning it's hard for me to get the tefillah out, then I know that the tefillah is not accepted and the person I'm doubting for will die. Says the Heliga Gemara, Ahai, this to be said that a person makes in his tefillah, it's a bad sign. And which brach was that referring to? Amar of Chia, Amar Rav, Safar, Mishum, Chad, Debe, Rav, Be'abes. This to be said, it's a bad sign if a person makes a mistake in Mishma Nasri, that is when he makes a mistake in the first bracha. Why the first bracha? So Rashi says, Be'abes, Shut Chilas HaTfilah, Remez, Hushain, Chavitz, Ba'ad. Then when he makes a mistake in the first bracha, Hashem showing him that the tefillah is not going to be a good tefillah. Says the Gemara, Ikatamas Nebraisa. Some people teach the statement that the, was quoted in the Rebbe that we are talking about the first bracha on the Brisa. Why the, says the, says the Gemara, Hamispa, 
A person who's davening has to have kavanah in all of the brachas. And if he can't be in all the brachas, at least he's mechaven in one of the brachas. And says the Gemara, Hi, which brachas should mechaven? Amar Chia, Amar Safra, Mishim Chadu Rebbe, Ba'aves. And now we quote this statement that we heard in the name of Rebbe that he should mechaven in the first bracha of Shman Esrei, the bracha of Aves. Now there is, in regards to having kavanah in Shman Esrei, the the halacha is the Shachar brings down that a person has to be machavin in the first bracha, and if he's not machavin, it is ma'akev, and the rest of the brachas, it is not ma'akev, but for a person has to machavin. So again, it's clear from Agamara that Lachatkila, a person is really supposed to have Kavana in the Yatarish Manasri. There's a fascinating Yushami in Brachas in the second parak regarding this halacha of having Kavana in Tila. That the Yushami brings down that there are many Amorim who were trying to have Kavana, to have proper Kavana in their Shmanasri, but they weren't Zaycha. Every day they tried to have Kavana, and they weren't Zaycha. And the Gemara brings down that they each decided that one day we're, we, they davened Shmanasri, and they said we're going to be Machavan in every single Bracha today. Today's going to be the day we're going to be finally be, be Machavan. And the Gemara brings down that even though they tried, one Amorim thought about which person goes in front of the king. Does this person go in front of the king? This person goes in front of the king and Shmuel said Shmuel said the same thing that he also tried having Kavana and he said that he started counting pigeons in the middle of the Shemana Esrei and, and the Gemara brings down that Rav Boyne started counting bricks in the middle of the Shemana so it's fascinating to see that this Indian of not being able to have and Tfilah or the struggle of having proper Kavana and Tfilah was already in the times of the Marayim now again some uh, the Be'er Sheva for example in Sanhedrin of Tzadibay says Chas Hashem to understand this of course, the Tanaim and Amorayim were able to have proper Kavana in their Tfilas. However, if you look at the Ritva and Dav Kufsamut Alam Beis and Baba Basra, and if you look at the Taisis and Baba Basra over there, and Taisis and Shabbos and Dav Kufches, and the Raivin and Chos Krishma, and the Tshuva Sarash in Chelek Dalit Simon Yutetz, they all bring down the Tushami Allah Lamaisa that you see that it's not so easy for a person to Machavin, and already was a struggle in the times of the Amorayim. Says the Heleget Gemara Viter. How did he know that if his tefillah was fluent in his mouth, meaning if the tefillah was going easy, then his tefillah was going to be answered? That when a person is having the tefillah coming out of his mouth easily, then he knows that his tefillahs are going to be answered. Says the All in were prophesizing their nevuahs for a person who marries his daughter to a tamachacham. Meaning a person should always try to marry his daughter to a tamachacham. And a person who does business with tamachacham, or a person who benefits tamachacham with his property. But a person who is a tamachacham himself, a person can't even see what the schar, what the yasla machal, a person can't even see the schar, the schos that a tzaddik himself is going to get. All of the good things that the Nevi'im were prophesied about, that was for Mesim Mashiach. For El Mabba, nobody could see, only, only when we get to Rosh Hashem, we're going to see what it's like. This statement argues in Shmuel, because Shmuel holds that there is no difference between Olam Hazet and Yemites Mashiach, only that there is going to be a Jewish king. So when the Bryce before said that, when the Vim were saying that Avuas was about Yemites Mashiach, it is arguing on Shmuel, because according to Shmuel, the Yemites Mashiach is going to be the same as Olam Hazet, except for that there is going to be a Jewish king. Now, this line in the Gemara, this sheet of Shmuel, that there is no difference between Yemites Mashiach and right, how, how life is going on right now, the Raman brings us down at the end of Hilchah Shuvah and it created an entire Pandora's box of Mishayim who came out very strong against the Rambam, discussing you know what exactly El Mabah is, El Mazez, and what Mishayim is going to be like, and that's how the Rambam's Igaris Chesamitsa came out. But again, not for our discussion, but when we get to Sanhedrin, Parakhelik, we will go through the Sigil of Morbihin. Says the Gemara Vaiter, Amar Abba, 
all the Nevi'im were discussing by Tshuva. But for a Tzad, the Gomer, then only a Kaddish Baruch knows what Tzad is going to get. This argues in Ravavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavavav
He said, Hanina, please dive for my son that gets better. So Hanina put his feet, his head between his feet, and he dived for him. And he lived. If he didn't put his head between his feet, then he wouldn't have been answered, and my son wouldn't have been healed. So his wife said to the wife of Yechmanzaki, said to him, Is Hanina greater than you? Why did you have to tell Hanina to for you? Why didn't you die for yourself? Amr Allah, he said back to him, Lav, no, Elohu, Dami, Kelef, Nehemelech. He is like a Evan in front of the king, Vani, Dami, Ketraf, Nehemelech, and I am like a Sar, I'm like an officer in front of the king. So, what exactly does that mean? So, Rashi says, Ke'evid, Ben, Bayez, Nichols, Vetish, Lebeshus, that Reb Chanin Medesa was a Ben Bayez, I mean, like an Evan who's always working for his master, is always there, and Ketraf, Nehemelech, Shain, Ragal, love the fun of. But Rebbe Chamanzaki was like a Sar, he's like an officer that doesn't always come in front of the king. So, what exactly does this mean? That one of them was like an Evan, and one of them was like a Sar. So it's a fascinating girl. The Grand Mishli in Perakid Zayin, Pasuk Beis, says that an Eved is somebody who's Ikra Avaidah, his primary focus in Avaidah Hashem is Tefillah and Mitzvahs. That's an Eved Hashem. So an Eved Hashem is always talking to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He has a very close relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that's why his Tefillahs are answered. Versus a Sar is somebody who's Isaac and Talmud Torah, his primary Avaida is Talmud Torah is in learning. So you see again a fascinating thing in our Gemara that there could be two types of people. One person's Avaida is to learn Torah and he's not on a lower Madriga, Punkvakar, he's in a higher Madriga than an Evid, a person who's Ikra Avaida is during, in Tefillah and in Mitzvahs, but a person who is constantly davening and being icing Mitzvahs, his Tefillahs are answered first. So you never really know who's on a greater Madriga. We don't really, you see clear from our Gemara that it doesn't, it really depends on for what exactly we're we talking about. Now the Marshal here says, he learns differently in our Gemara. The Marshal learns that really the answer to the question was the reason why Rabbi Yechman Zakeh didn't daven for himself and he had to ask Reb Hanina Medaisa to daven for him was because the, we said we quoted the, we said the before that in chavish mata atzmei beis asurin. Halacha is that a person who is in this situation, a person who has a, a sakana, a person who has a chedi, he himself can't get himself out of this situation. He has to ask him else to daven for him, and that's why that was a real reason why Rabbi Yechon Zaki asked Rabbi Yechon Zaki to daven for him. That's what the Marsha says. Says the Gemara Vayter. A person should daven in a house that has windows. So he'll be able to look up to Shemaim and he'll be able to be himself in his tefillah. Like it says in the Pasuk, the person should be able to see outside while he davens. Rav Kahana said, It's inappropriate for a person to daven in a bicker in a valley. And like Titus asks, What do you mean? But we know that Yitzhak Avinu went out to the field to daven. Answer Taisus that that was referring to Hamaria. Or Taisus says Inami that when the Gemara says a person not supposed to dive in the valley or out in the fields, that means that he shouldn't dive in a place that there's going to be a lot of people and his fields are going to be disturbed. Now Rashi learns why should a person dive in out in the valley outside? Says the bottom Rashi. When a person's in a confined, when a person's in a room, then he's in a makom tzniyas and he's machinim saltakalish baruch. When a person's out in the fields, then it looks like he is a balgaiva and he's not going to, be able to have the proper kavana. Says the Gemara Vaiter. It's inappropriate for a person to publicize the various that he did. Like it says in the Pasuk, the Ramach says, Praise the person who covers up his various. A person shouldn't publicize the various. He shouldn't be proud of them when he's trying to speak out because, like we said in the Gemara before, that a person who's embarrassed of his various, so a person should be embarrassed and not publicize the various that he did. Hajun Allah ain't I'm done. Mazel tov, mazel tov. Quick chazar, what we saw today, the Mishnah went through that when a Shiach Tzibur makes a mistake, we put up a new Shiach Tzibur and he goes back to where that Shiach Tzibur was up to. And the Gemara said it's Machlik. Does that mean the beginning of the set or does that mean actually in the, in the Barach that he was up to? Then the Gemara says that a person should do first praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu, then the Bakash Tzrachim, and then afterwards, thank the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And then the Gemara brings down that a person who is 
davening for his friend doesn't have to mention his friend's name like we find by Meish Rabbeinu. Then the Gemara on the Bays went down that a person sat, brought down that a person who's davening and he makes a mistake in his tefillah, then it's not a good sign. If he's a Sheikh Tibor, it's not a good sign for the entire Tibor. And then the Gemara brought down that certain Tanaim knew when their tefillahs were answered, when the tefillahs were easy, and when they were fluent. And then the Gemara on the bottom brought down that the last Gemara we saw that a person should daven a place that has windows, and a person shouldn't daven out on the fields, and a person should not publicize his averes. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.